there are three rules to OGT. But we haven't thought of them yet, so I actually need you to help pitch them to me. Oh, okay. Sure. I, I guess rule one is be called Paul. Yeah, that's kind of important, unfortunately. Um, it it's all right. I, I got my name changed by Deepol before I arrived here today, so... You don't have to be named Paul to work here, but it helps. <laughs> uh, rule two, I guess, like, never change the movie is fine. Like, whilst you're watching the movie, probably don't. We did have someone try to change the movie, like, during the process where I was watching it. Oh. Which was not ideal. It was no. Sean. We were watching Godzilla 98, and he was like, actually, is it too late to choose Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? And it's like, yes. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Unless you can get them into this movie that I'm currently watching. <laughs> Unless Too you can segue naturally. They ain't showing up. Okay, one last rule. Rule three. What are Stafo's rules? Don't change the pack. Don't change the deal. Don't open the package. No names. And no names, yeah. We've got yeah. one about names. We've got one about changing the deal. <laughs> so we just need... Never open the snacks on microphone. Ah, there you go. Don't open the bag. Because... There's crinkly, nasty snacks in there. Hello and welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that is a precise business. I'm Paul Salt. Oh shit, I broke rule number two. Oh, already? Damn it. Uh, well, it's finally here, folks. You made it through that horrible bright and sunny summer and are now ready to nestle in the chilly boobs of Jason Statham's season. Oh. place of Gooden Man, we have fan of Stafe Man, Bexman. Hi, I'm Paul Bexman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we shall be having a general chat about Jason Statham and what he and his oeuvre means to us over in the Patreon. But suffice to say, Goodman and I are very fond of this strange British man, and I believe you are too, Bex. Oh, I don't think fond is quite the right word. <laughs> very obsessed with, um, <laughs> eternally bonded in my soul to... Uh, one of those options <laughs> those are good options yes he yes we, yeah we're big fans of him he is perhaps the last traditional action movie star in some ways and we have decided to celebrate his works thusly starting with his 2002 breakout role the transporter or according to uh, wikipedia le transporteur le transporteur i was wondering if you wouldn't mind transporting something for me no questions asked why not from the maker of The Professional and La Femme Nikita. Once we make a deal, the terms of that deal cannot be changed or renegotiated. Frank Martin is the best in the business. 75,000, half now, half on delivery. He never made a mistake until today. What kind of deal am I in? Deep trouble. Rules are made to be broken. The Transporter. For a film set in France, yeah. the least French-themed movie I've maybe <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> well, it has a lot of carry-ons from the filmmakers who made, you know, movies like Lyon and uh, La Femme Nakita. 
things like that. So it has some like pedigree, but yeah, it's a very interesting setting for this particular bit of beefcake. Um, but yes, this is his first leading role. The film was directed by cheesy action director legend uh, Corey Ewan, who also directed Jean-Claude Van Damme in his first significant role in the bonkers No Retreat, No Surrender. Feels right. Yeah. <laughs> but he is better known as an action director and choreographer. The artistic direction of the transporter, or le transporteur, seriously, it had an artistic director, was um, realized by Louis Leterrier, who uh, directed The Incredible Hulk, uh, Clash of the Titans, Now You See Me 1, Grimsby, and shall direct Fast X, the most recent Fast and Furious movie starring Jason Statham. So, All super artistic movies. <laughs> All movies with a powerful sense of art direction. <laughs> I can't wait to see what Vin Diesel's pecs have been designed to look like <laughs> in the next movie. <laughs> so expressive. Oh, God. Critics reacted like someone changed the deal. Uh, Eric Harrison at the Houston Chronicle said, it's junk with a capital J. The sooner you realize that, the more quickly you can settle down to enjoying it. Oh, we wrong-footed you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was about to I was about to leave the podcast and go and fight him. <laughs> you had your life in your hands, Eric Harrison yeah. at the Houston Chronicle. Oh, that's what life's like out there in Houston. It's actually nicer than you expect. That is generally the vibe I hear from Houston. It's a it lot is. More... I loved Houston. Yeah. 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 I went I stayed with a friend there. We went to NASA. Oh. It was great. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds incredible. And that's how Houston does you. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and the public, meanwhile, does you like this. Uh, they were always complaining, except when they make love. Then they say nothing. Was that a burn? Uh, <laughs> Is that a burn on Jason Statham? I'm not sure. I mean, I have I have something to say about that particular scene later, so I don't want to get too into it. Okay, we'll, we'll come back maybe. to that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. But Trig Stewart on Google said, in no way does it add up. There were supposed to be 395 people in the two 40-foot cargo boxes. When they opened one, there was at least 10 feet that was empty when they opened the door, leaving 30-foot by 8-feet container. Simple math, 240 square feet. That means that each of the 197-plus people had approximately one foot square to stand in, and yet some had luggage when they came out of the truck. Thanks, Cinema Sins. That's what film criticism online is wow, like now. Wow, someone did the maths. I know, and then use that as a reason the movie's bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think we also have to assume by that point they were standing on the piles of corpses of their friends oh, who'd been car chased to death. <laughs> yes, after Jason Statham's exciting <laughs> car chase to rescue these trafficked people. <laughs> what a wild movie this is from. Some of the makers have taken. Um... <laughs> I guess it was inevitable, this, uh, what with this being Statham season, but Jason Statham is now a three-man, so I... <laughs> it's going to happen, I guess. Yeah. It would have been hard to avoid at some point during Statham season. But yeah, right up top, because he was in John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars, Jet Li is the one, and now Jason Statham's the transporter. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free, no. Films are shit, mate. At, at least, you know. Finally the um, star of his own vehicle. At least I'm here to defend him <laughs> from any criticism you're about to lay on him. Any and all criticism. Yeah. Unquestioningly. Amazing. Whether it's deserved or not. <laughs> that is true, love. Uh, the film has 6.8 on IMDb, 54% on Rotten Tomatoes, 51% on Metacritic, and made twice its box office, necessitating sequels. Uh, two to my count, and one that we don't talk about. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> like the mummy oh god oh god yeah no that's very fair enough so bex you bastard but still my father that's me 
What's one thing about the transporter that made you want to treat Chase and Statham the way you treat your car? By which I mean, why did you select this as your number one choice after you couldn't do the Meg? Well, (laughs) um, as you uh, may have picked up from previous conversation, Mm. I'm a huge Jason Statham fan. Oh. Um, I know, really surprising. And um, I really went through like a Jason Statham period in my life where I accidentally watched The Transporter, this very Ah. film, um, because it was on Netflix or whatever Mm. at the time. Okay. Um, And went... Oh, oh yeah. I need 16 more of these. <laughs> and I then watched every single Jason Statham film that I could get my hands on. Wow. Um, Just all of them. <laughs> and loved That's every incredible. single one. And that was my weekend plans for like, I think I was still working retail. <laughs> so, you know, any time spent off work, I had to get the maximum enjoyment out of it before I went back to hell. Oh God! And Stephen was that island in the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, the transporter was really it, opened a door. Yeah, it truly did. And now I'm a lesbian in love with Jason Statham. That's a that's a a cool reality. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty badass origin story for you. <laughs> oh man! Well, let's find out about the Statham's uh, origin story because let's look at what happens in this movie. Um, starting with the opening credits brought to you by the Naughties. And then the dullest car park ever. <laughs> Woo! It's like a really matrixy, cool, oh, yeah. glowing green. Yep. <laughs> Opening, and then it's just an underground car park <laughs> for quite a long time. I know. In Nice, uh, where everything apart from the car park is beautiful and great, and he pulls up onto the sh- onto the road, and it runs by the Riviera, and it's gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh, man. But some wrongans are sick of how gorgeous everything and everyone is, and have to rob of a bank, and have hired Stafeman to drive them away. With yeah. the demeanor of every Uber driver I've ever <laughs> driven with, just... A thousand percent done with your drunk shit. <laughs> <laughs> and all of just any anyone's shit. Oh, excuse me, mate. I have an extra bag. <laughs> oh. Go! This for you. You can count. I'm impressed. A drive. Rule one. Never change the deal. The deal is transportation for three men with a combined weight of 254 kilos. Yeah? Well, this is a new deal. An extra 80 kilos means we'll not make your destination on the gas I have allotted. So we'll stop and get more gas! Every stop we make exposes us. Every exposure increases the risk of getting caught. An extra 80 kilos means the Coney shock absorbers I installed for this job will not give us the ability to outmaneuver any police that might be chasing us. Which means, if there is a chase, we lose our advantage. Which also increases the possibility of getting caught. I don't want to get caught. You don't want to get caught. Just drive the car, man, or you're going to catch a bullet to the brains. And who's going to drive? Shotsy Sassol, I drive. Not without the ignition code, you won't. Yeah, there is trouble, though, because there's an extra guy, and Stave doesn't like extra guy as a concept. Oh, all right then, Gus, you better get out and try and take the mask off and the coat and lose the, leave the guns with us and the money. We'll catch yeah, up later. Yeah, maybe just try and... and find another way out. Yeah, yeah like they're looking no. for a group. They probably want spot. Oh, yeah, or just shoot him in the head, Yeah. I guess, guess that works. Whilst yeah. all of the security guards stand 10 feet away and do nothing for a long time. <laughs> Goodbye, Gus. I'm Steve Bram. Oh, shit. 
couldn't tell with the balaclava. <laughs> Whoops. You got, you got lucky, Gus. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a very naughty chase. Having shot a guy, they make off. Uh, some very good stunts just about visible in there. Uh, but the, co- the cops corner them, though. They got their guns aimed at the car. No way out. Stop the car. We're going to shoot. So he revs the car for a really long time. Yeah. And then <laughs> impossibly ramps a bridge rail without a ramp. Yes. He just accelerates like he just into the sky. He drives into it so hard that the car <laughs> magically hops over it. He drives straight to the stars and, yeah, lands on a sort of carrier thing that allows him to get away. So a fun fact, though? Mm. That car chase <gasps> was filmed at actual speeds. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, so no, like, filming tricks and such and on no, the streets of Nice. they were going that fast, apparently. God almighty. I bet that somebody out there in Nice could have just bought all the roads. They're probably all private roads anyway. Yeah, it's a very probably. expensive area. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, he, they drive onto the back of, like, a car transport that's driving cars, like, somewhere, presumably having towed them. And that thing's not going to stop for anything. He doesn't care <laughs> how many police are trying to ram it off the road. That guy's he's, committed. He's got a schedule, and he is keeping to it. <laughs> He's not losing his his um wages over this. This state from business. If he wants to hitch a ride, that's up to him. But I'm getting to the depot. <laughs> I have to assume that that's how Amazon drivers are too. You know, like <laughs> if I get back late, they will shoot me in the head. So, <laughs> so I, don't I don't care, care that there's action stars are hanging off my bumper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god, he does manage to shake the French police and takes the gang to the transporter too. A disappointing follow up to the originals. So the gang aren't happy. <laughs> I actually, I think I liked the transporter, but it's funny. So called this gut this measly guy who shows up transporter just like a bit of a chav he's just a bloke like we'll get the exciting sexy jason statham to drive us out of town and then gus will um i don't know why i'm calling everyone gus sorry everyone's called gus (laughs) everyone's gus sorry gus's i have a cousin named gus at least pick some like super french names at Uh, least make him pierre (laughs) sure guy de lusignor of um of orleans shows up and is told to go home um, but nevertheless, Stephen doesn't take them. Um, they're right not to be happy though, because they all get arrested almost immediately while Stafe is just Bummer. chilling at his pad. And been in his lovely chilling. seafront villa, oh my he's God. getting fresh groceries delivered. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I think this is a dream I had once. Jason Statham and all. He's, he's got a, a mold for Madeline's, as we'll find out later <laughs> on. So he is living every kind of dream. But Stafe has a bit of a friendship with, an, with a French cop who kind of suspects him, but likes him and respects him as well. It's very you, Melville. You say friendship, but I'm going to say ah. that this is the first of many scenes of searing sexual tension. <laughs> I always say the way a man treats his car is how he treats himself. I'd say that's probably true, Inspector. <laughs> You have a good sense of humor for foreigner, Monsieur Funk. Like the French, slight wit, just the right amount of flavor. Been now driving? That's what they pass a law says I can't. Can I come in for a coffee? <laughs> Is that just because Statham looked at him with those cold, killer eyes? I mean, they spend so much time standing so closely together, looking deep into each other's eyes, knowing That's exactly true. what the other person is, and then pretending <laughs> not, you know, and, and isn't never that caring. <laughs> and I'm like, am I supposed to think that they're going to kiss at any moment? Because I do. <laughs> it, it gets cozier in the next one, right? In the next movie, he yes. like shows up on they vacation go on, like, a to visit him. fishing trip together. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, no time to rest though, because old man Fabio, as I've called him, has a new job for Jason Statham. <laughs> he says, take this package to an American guy. It's definitely not a person. Wink. Do you say wink? No. Oh, wink. <laughs> not meant to say that out loud. Oh. But uh, it turns out it was a wink and a person. 
And, uh, yeah, it's going to complicate things for Statham, who's busy living his chillest life ever with a great sc- great score, cool car, and a great suit. Not that he seems overly bothered when he does realise it is a person. <laughs> that's true. He just awkwardly moves the bag that's <laughs> writhing around out of the way to get to his tyre iron because he's got a flat. And he's just like, oops, just going to shove you over there. Don't oh, mind sorry, me. Love. I mean, he might be a criminal, but he's not a monster. No. Well, the boot lady is Shuchi, and he accidentally threatens her with a knife in a moment that the score um, insists is romantic and or sexy. It was so weird. <laughs> Please, come on. Come on, drink. Like the sexiest noughties. And like some strings come in there. Yeah. Just for an extended period of time whilst he forces a straw <laughs> through the duct tape over her mouth and makes eye contact while he feeds her orange Look, juice. Like It's a meat cute. This is also a dream I had, but in a very different kind of way. <laughs> this is more menacing than the Madeline one. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, then he shoves her back in the bag and keeps driving. <laughs> Thanks, score. Um, yeah, he starts making mistakes, though. Gives her a drink, lets her pee. Inevitably, he's going to end up chucking her at some cops. <laughs> An amazing moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he just one arm spears her, hucks her through the air. Yeah, it's also proven to me that I really don't have the strength of character for any of this shit. Because as soon as she disappeared because he let her pee, I would have just taken my 20... I would have been like, fuck it. Not worth the trouble. Yeah. Taken my $20,000, or euros, I presume yeah. he was paid in. And just moved to a different country and started yeah. over again. You know? I'm, J- I'm Jason Statham. I'll just do that. I'll just yeah. promise to do things and then not do it and get by on my incredible charisma. Uh, but yeah, he's um, he delivers the girl to the American, who's just delicious. <laughs> and also, uh, side note, I'm just very impressed he can fit three whole bodies in the boot of that car. <laughs> that's spacious. Yeah. That's can a hell I get of- a BMW? <laughs> This is a hell of a sponsorship for BMW. <laughs> oh, God. But unfortunately, the American guy gives Jason Statham a hell of a lot more than just fuckable evil eyes. He gives him a bomb. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, dun, dun. Luckily, his, like, um, Statham's life is saved by his love of Orangina. Yeah. There were several <laughs> things in this film that felt like sponsorships. One of them was Orangina. <laughs> One of them life. was Tiger Beer. Which yeah. just kept getting shots of Tiger Beer. <laughs> Very refreshing. Mm. Oh, but... Meanwhile, Shake the bad him, guys. Not stirred. <laughs> Are you sure you want? <laughs> ah! You asked. Refreshing. Um, but meanwhile, back at the bad guy's house, not knock, knock. Who's there? A kick. And Stephen kicks Fully his way in. Fully implying that he rang the doorbell and then backed up ten feet, waited until he thought someone was behind the door, and drop kicked it in. <laughs> I never put that together before. I mean, uh... ding dong. <laughs> He's probably there now. I'll kick the door in. What if he'd looked and Jason hadn't realised he was there so quickly and just stood there like... <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> That's amazing. What the... Yes, he beats up all the bad guys and inadvertently rescues the girl. <laughs> Not intending to at all. He just finds her in the car afterwards. Um, but he, nevertheless, he takes her home and uh, lets her go. But she decides to stay and make breakfast. 
here, I, I picked these flowers for you. My flowers! But only after discovering Jason Statham's secret stash of humanity. Oh, his humanizing pictures. Yeah, a picture oh. of actual Jason Statham yes. as a child. With a dog. Um, A picture of him looking like he's remaking Top Gun. <laughs> It'd be great if it was just publicity stills from previous Jason Statham movies. A picture of him in Snatch. <laughs> I'm running... I'm running for my past. I was in Guy Ritchie movies. <laughs> Stay, oh. Jason, come out here. I was, it's, it's Ritchie. He's found me. Oh, no. <laughs> Not oh, again. God. But yeah, she's, she's made him breakfast, including picture-perfect Madelines on the first attempt, which is where my disbelief kicks in. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot to say about that. One, <laughs> that he's got a recipe book. Like yes. a bakery book that includes... Yep. Two, that he's got a mold. <laughs> yes, Three, he's a mold. that he had all the ingredients. And four, yep. that she was like, yeah, I can nail this. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. It's probably not that hard. It's just perfect I don't know what they middle. are. I've never seen them before. I'm going to make that clear by having to <laughs> finger yeah. read the word. <laughs> but they're great. But screw it. Why not? But the det- they had to be Madeline's though, because the detective here is to talk about Proust, like typical French cops will. <laughs> Uh, and then he goes to the garage and says some stuff that I can't fucking hear with the echo and the music in there, so I hope it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty nice guy for a cook. Uh, some people have a problem with the Germans. They're too aggressive, they take up the best bitches in summer, they can't cook worse than them. I say anyone makes such great cross can be all bad. I don't know if it was just my Netflix mix, but I, hadn't, I didn't hear a word of that. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think it was he- just him generally being like, I know you're a criminal, but you're sexy, so I let you do yeah. it. <laughs> you strange, mysterious foreigner, you. He was, he was heavily coming on to him, but Stephen couldn't hear either because of the music. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, yeah, mate. Accidentally yeah. nodded his way into a relationship also that lasted many years. deeply offended when she pretends to be Jason Statham's girlfriend. Oh, He's yeah. like, oh. I thought we were exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I see. That's how it is. Uh, but the detective leaves, seemingly convinced. But not knock, the next visitor is a bunch of rockets! Pew. Which Pew. made it too quiet, because <laughs> birds can famously tell when a ballistic missile is about to be fired at your house. <laughs> they went, oh, shh, Jake, they're about to... Oh, about to get out on. of here. There it goes, there it goes! Yeah! <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> oh, God, luckily, uh, Stephen is saved by, you guessed it, Orangina, and his diving gear that he brought from home, because he was a diver in real life. And that's a sly little reference. Well, he he had to take scuba diving lessons. Oh, did a, he? From a, I believe, from a, like a navy seal. That's, that's what's so weird. I've seen a couple of things that said that although he had like a background in some boxing, he needed to train in martial arts for this movie. But then I find other things that said he was into Chinese martial arts from youth. Oh. And then he was actually he was just like born out of the womb. <laughs> you know what? He was a diver, but he was a, like an Olympic style diver from a board. Yes. So I guess when you do that, you don't tend to spend too much time on there afterwards. Yeah, you're there very briefly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't dive in in your gear from yeah. the board. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess that checks out. I, at <sighs> this point, with all my... Oh, did you know he learned to do this? He also learned to hotwire a car, just for the one very yes. brief scene in this film where he hotwires a car. And yeah. I begin to think about a film about an assassin who's a movie star by day doing all of his own stunts and claiming oh. that all of his skills were learned Ooh. on set for films. Is Barry something like that? I feel like... I don't know. Uh, is it? Oh, I think so. I think it's about a, a, a killer man who ends up doing acting lessons, but I've not seen it. I just know There you go. It. Someone uh, else already had... <laughs> Damn it. Just, 
Let me just scratch this off my list of excellent <laughs> ideas that will make me a millionaire. <laughs> I still think there's potential there. If Drive <laughs> can basically just be a fancy version of the Transporter, then you can be a fancy Barry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, luckily, all this nearly dying has gotten her into the mood, so it's sex time. He's seriously not into it for eight seconds. And that's the <laughs> not extent. Not until he duct tapes her again. Yeah. That's the extent of his uh of his holding out. Yeah. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves style holding out. Oh dear. Well, they file a police report a day later. Still a day later. It's still the following day. So yeah. the police guy's gotta be a little suspicious, but Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna step out. Please don't use my computer to look up any sketchy characters. You won't. They do though. They do because he keeps setting his password to Jason safe from fifty. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> oh, mysterious dear. Frank who lives on a villa <laughs> and is mysterious. That's oh god, he password. finds his he finds his diary. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have got some things to talk about. Looks like I feel the same way. But um it's page fifty of the script, so it's time for the hero to walk away only to be convinced to come back once he's had his heartstrings. Oh wow, that happened quicker than I could type the note describing it. Yeah, very quickly. <laughs> Fun fact, the taxi Uh-oh. that she gets into is the taxi from the 1998 film, Taxi. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> the, t- the eponymous taxi. <laughs> I um, I have a note here that I was kind of reading them through before, mm. you know, I came just to make sure that I knew what I typed, because quite uh-huh. often I type gibberish. <laughs> and this is clearly referencing the part where he's like, everything was a lie. And she's like, last yeah, yesterday wasn't a lie, and all I've written yeah. is everything is a lie except vaginal penetration. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty is pretty much how that conversation went. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Literally couldn't fake that. Not that hot state from action. <laughs> so they they go and confront Liam Merican in his uh, office. But oh no, her story is falling apart, and her supposedly incontained dad is here. Ah, and delightfully campy. Yes, he is. They have a strained relationship because he's cartoonishly evil, which makes it very hard (laughs) to have daddy-daughter time. If only he was less diabolical. Nightmare. (laughs) hate playing Monopoly with this guy. (laughs) I shall now take your property. (laughs) Those aren't the Ah. rules, Dad. (laughs) Ah, But before the game, I set up a shady shell corporation. (laughs) To buy up the entire board. <laughs> I don't need to pay my debts. <laughs> I hate this guy. Uh, so, yeah, the daughter gets taken. Uh, and uh, uh, Latham, uh? Latham Nathan gets t- given to the French cop who decides to let him go because he's in love with him. Yeah. But lets him go in a very risky manner that could have gone very badly wrong. Absolutely, yeah. Just let He's like, hey, why don't you take me hostage? Everyone here's got guns. You've got a gun. You're definitely a criminal um, who has definitely killed people before. Put it yeah. in my face. It'll be fine. Yeah, but luckily none of the other cops will do anything because they all love this guy. They all, they all love French cop with his madlands yeah. and his knowledge of Proust. Yeah. He's a good sort. So, yeah, we're, good we're boss, not going to risk you know. that. <laughs> Gets more classic literature for Christmas every year. (laughs) I'm not going to risk that. So yeah, Statham gets away and he has a container fight, a bus fight, and an oil fight, all of which are great, but escalating greatness. Yeah. (laughs) That that is... um, That entire kind of section is Mm. where my younger self discovered what cinema really meant. (laughs) What art really was. That was the train pulling into a station moment. Just Absolutely. It all came together. Oh, but this isn't epic enough. So he he gets away and he comes back in a plane. <laughs> Which he chased down on foot. 
Yes. <laughs> of course he can. <laughs> Shows up a little out of breath. <laughs> and then immediately jumps out of the plane again. Yeah. Oh, God. Two cars lightly drive into each other and explode into a massive fireball. Love that. Yep. Uh, but he beats up the American in a cab and then tosses his dummy out with his legs. I rewound that three times <laughs> to watch the absolutely hilariously obvious moment where it becomes a dummy in an incredibly bad wig being thrown over yeah, a cliff. With a little crunchy sound effect. It's very oh. good. <laughs> and the music comes in and obviously the day is saved. He pulls over and it's all chill. Oh, wait, a lot of stuff hasn't been resolved. <laughs> Why were we wrapping also, up? Also... All of the guys he was running away from were so close behind him that he cannot possibly have not noticed them there. Like, I know the wing mirror got blown out, but dude. It's object object impermanence. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Bad Dad is here and takes him at gunpoint, but then gets killed by Shu Chi. And uh, yeah, they save the people in the containers. Uh, What's going to happen to all those people who've been trafficked? That's fine. It's France. They're always good at treating refugees, just like us, Britain. It's all so good. It's all good. It's all good, man. Also, is Jay from going to jail for taking a police shot officer hostage? Yeah, I um, I did wonder that. Um, they're not rearrested despite the murder, property damage, traffic violations. He explained everything. How we many of now. these migrants did he kill yeah. in that chase scene? Because nobody had seatbelts on. Uh, do you know what? The, all the police force is in love with him. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> that's the subtext here. They all stare longingly at him embracing this woman and think, "Yeah, I wish I could be held by those strong, strong arms. Yeah. We better let him go. He's too sexy to be in jail. Take it, check it out in the extended version, the Transporter 1.5, straight to DVD. Uh, s- subtitle, Jason Statham fucks a police force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that feels right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the Transporter. So... Yeah, it's oh, so it's real. It, it is a lot of fun. It really is, and I remember discovering it in real time. I, f- I kind of discovered Statham in real time because I watched Lockstock and Snatch mm-hmm. shortly after they came out. I'm pretty sure I saw like Ghosts of Mars and the One the years they came out, all of which he has supporting roles. Probably yeah. the most prominent of those is his role in Snatch. Yeah, he's kind of like co-main character, certainly the sort of audience perspective character for most of it. Um, but yeah, The Transporter is his first leading role. It's his first outright action movie, I think. Yeah, and it, it definitely set the tone Yes, for things <laughs> to come. It certainly did. It, there's very much a template there, which I'm really looking forward to sort of exploring as the season rolls on. But yeah, it's 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 got everything that would mark out Statham. It's got his physicality. It's yeah. got his charm. It's um, It's got at least three shirtless scenes. <laughs> it's got a lot of shirtless scenes making the most of his um, stuff. His great stuff. It's um, making a virtue of his lack of expressiveness. It's, yes. um, you know, using it really well, which is a tricky thing to do because, yeah, he is. I, I mentioned earlier that he's like the last traditional action star. Action stars are always defined more by their charisma and screen magnetism than by their acting ability yes um and somewhere around sort of jason bourne era early noughties um it became more common to get great actors doing action stuff which you know persists to this day having an actual just sole person whose sole thing is they are good at being in action movies is a little rare like the rock 
Yeah. That's kind of like, there's not Although many. even, I mean, he's doing a lot more acting than action these days. Yeah. And he's also like, I, I, well, yeah, he does still have that charisma. And he's, he's also very mainstream. And often a lot of these sort of big action guys kind of remain on the peripheral. But yeah. Yeah, I, I think the transporter is a very solid piece of um, Mr. Statham's filmography. It's a good foundation for him to build on because it oh, makes yeah. the most of his talents. Oh yeah, I um, <laughs> I mean, I must have seen it four or five times now, but yeah. I was still just <laughs> as delighted to watch it this time. Yeah, as I was the first time I watched it. Like, yes, it's silly. Mm. No, a lot of it doesn't necessarily make sense if you yeah. sit down and think about it. But listen, he had an axe fight. He had a tablecloth yeah. fight. He had a shirtless oil fight. He had a bus fight. He had a shipping yeah. container fight. Like, that's <laughs> what we're all here for. Yeah. And the joy of it is looking at it and knowing that Jason Statham did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't a double. It wasn't a stuntman. Yeah. They wired him to the underside of a tractor trailer at one point for <laughs> yep. when he was underneath that truck. Yep. In the scene where the house exploded, apparently his hair caught on fire. Oh I'm not God. sure how much that yeah. inconvenienced him because <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of it. <laughs> he got so but, angry about it, though. You know, you just know, like, I, I find real joy in looking at it yeah. and just knowing that that is Jason Statham as yeah. an actual human being twirling exactly. around poles and kicking people in the face. Exactly. And I feel like a good action movie for me, what defined it a lot when I was a kid and I started enjoying action movies at the sort of DVD era, is there would be sequences I would go and watch on their own. Like yes. I would get my DVDs and like of like Bruce Lee movies or Jet Li movies and I'd be like, I've got to get to this fight. And there were moments in the Transporter that I would definitely rewatch as a kid. I would watch him sort of kicking up the house and the container fight and like, yeah, some really fun the action sequences. Fight. The oil fight is incredible. I, I mean, iconic. I think it... I think it says a lot that um, I suddenly had, because I watched all of these films at once, I watched all of the Transporter films, including the mm. one we don't talk about, yes. in a row. Yeah. They've kind of slightly all blended into each other. Yes. And as I was watching it, I thought, oh my God, I hope the oil thing is yeah. in Transporter 2, because I really want to talk about it. And so yeah. I went to YouTube. And typed in Jason Statham, and it came up with a "You have searched this before." Jason Statham oil fight. So amazing! <laughs> I wanted to use a GIF to advertise this, and I wanted to use the GIF of where he's in a fight with a fire hose, and he kicks the nozzle, and it hits someone in the crotch. But oh. I had to Google it, and again, I didn't know I had to Google it. And yes, that's Transporter <laughs> Two. I yes. it, it's interesting because Transporter Two, if I remember correctly, and we're not covering it in um, Statham season, I think it's the one that's kind of like Man on Fire but with um, Jason Statham. Yeah. So it's him looking after a little girl and there's a virus. I think it might be a little... Is it a girl or a boy? Oh, you know what? I might be mixing it up with Safe, where he's also looking after a little kid. But um, yeah, he is, he's looking after a child. He's become just like yeah. a chauffeur. Yes. It was a little girl and man on fire as well. a sexy mom who's in oh, a troubled yeah. relationship <laughs> with a nice little kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there definitely is a virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, because the other thing is, I always mix up sequences from that movie with Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a scene where a guy, like, there's a virus on the floor and a guy reaches out and grabs it just as a truck is about to roll over it and his hand is like inches away from the wheel. And I yes. cannot remember if that's Statham or Cruz. I want to say Statham. I think it's Statham because I seem to remember rewatching Mission Impossible 3 recently and being disappointed that wasn't in there. Yeah. But we shall see. But yeah, it's it's interesting. His movies tend to skew quite closely. And sometimes he predates them. Like this, um, the Transporter does predate, and I think 
if if Nicholas Wending Refn hasn't seen the transporter, then that's kind of incredible because Drive. <laughs> You know, yeah. I know, I know. He's basing it off of like seventies movies, like Michael Mann's eighties uh, movies, like Thief and um, what's it called, The Driver and mm-hmm. such. But my God, the sim- the beginnings are similar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's laying out his rules on what he does and like yeah. helping out these criminals, like I'd be amazed if he hasn't seen the Transporter. And you know, the the script writers. Um, incidentally, I'll cut this, but there's a reason I'm not naming Luke Besson. He's uh, apparently a bad dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh. Um. The script writers, like, they are typically very good at writing action movie scripts with solid premises. Yeah. And the premise of this is a guy whose whole deal is he's a badass, but he's a driver. He gets things from place, you know, A to B. Yeah. And here's, like, the potential of things he could do. It's a very solid, like, premise. Yeah. And fun to see him do. It's nice because it's like, oh, he's got all this stuff that he can do, but he chooses not to. And that's the interesting thing, right, is the... (laughs) And they don't cover very much of it. They never tell mm. you in this film why he does. A- apart from his bit where he talks about, you know, being failed by yeah. his higher ups or whatever. But you yes. never get, you know, part of me always kind of expects to see a, a tragic backstory TM yeah. kind of section where we hear the thing that happened that made yeah. him go, no, I'm going to stop being a soldier and I'm going to go yeah. and just drive things around. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. And they don't really give you that, but it, yeah. I, in a way, maybe that's better. Yeah, and you can just kind of concentrate more on the cool <laughs> driving he's doing. I know. I think another unique thing about Statham is the fact that he is British, because previously, you know, a lot of action stars have been American and/or Austrian. Um, yeah. In one instance, but you know, and it's interesting to see American filmmakers because he does largely work with American films. This is a European production, which is relatively rare. Mm-hmm. And how they sort of respond to his Britishness. And it seems like the yeah. thing that they really gravitate towards and that a lot of his characters have is they have the transporter's methodicalness. The fact that he has like this really high maintenance home life. Yes. Um, and he, they, certainly the mechanic, they kept that up. And he has his whole ritual mm-hmm. that he does after he kills someone. And he's got his, like, his record player and such. Um, so yeah, that's it's interesting to see that introduced here because he's got his home life and he takes care of his car and he's very... You know, he's a professional. You know, his first dialogue in the movie is him laying out why having an extra guy is a problem. And it's yeah. this, you know, very maths-oriented thing that demonstrates that he's a perfectionist. Yeah, And that's that's really interesting because, like, I don't know, it's it's it feels very unique to Statham to have that. And I feel like maybe his British accent helps sell that for yes, some Yes, although he audiences. was supposed to be American in this film and he oh, really? was trying to do an American accent. No, he wasn't. It's my own goddamn business. Simple rule. Simple little rule. There's got to be some dry clothes in this house. Don't open the package. Nothing but trouble, you open the goddamn package. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jace. <laughs> yes. Dear, oh dear. Um, <laughs> Never yeah. goes well. I'm glad he didn't try too hard because he tries to do an American accent in the the one in the, when he talks about the yeah. multiverse and it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's better to keep him he British. He also, he does do... No, what I'm thinking of is in Spy, mm. which is one of, I mean, one of my favourite uh, oh, yeah. Jason Statham roles out there where he's just sure. playing himself ramped up to 11. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not that he does an American accent, but 
he does this thing that really annoys me in American films where they have him say twat instead of twat. Uh, and I'm like, no, you've just got to let the man say twat. Yeah, because twat is like the ugliest syllable I've ever heard in my life. And it I hate also it when just I hear it sounds said. like something seven-year-olds call each other. Uh, whereas like twat has the proper like hard like yeah. sound of British <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't words. know who ruined it for me, but I feel like there's a movie out there where someone gets called a twat and consequently... It has been much more steeped in like misogyny in my head. It just feels more yeah. aggressive and nasty. Even though they basically mean the same thing, there's something lovely and friendly about twat to me. He's a bit of a twat, but he's all right. Yeah, it's in a lot of like um, noughties. Yeah. Like teen movies. Right. Yeah. Um, that might it's be something it. that all of the, the girls call each other. And I can, kind of imagine... I can really think Easy A for sure. Oh, yeah. I, don't know, um, I can kind of see like a Ryan Philippe style character saying it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the most yeah. upsetting thing on earth as a prep school yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, the transporter is just incredibly charming. And I think that we should talk about the things we like in it. I think we should quickfire. Let's do it. Quickfire. I'm, I'm going to group a few together because they're all things from that first car chase actually no you know what there's one before that Mm. and it's one of many moments in this that really makes me question my sexuality so i just have to bring it up which is just when jason statham is sitting in a car (laughs) in an empty underground car park just sliding on leather driving gloves and then just doing (laughs) some really good creaky leatherness of it and i think oh yeah (laughs) yeah it's really good has my entire identity just changed but also it's a great (laughs) shot you know it really sets the tone of like yeah yeah. This is a man who takes himself seriously. He takes himself seriously and takes his job seriously and yeah. is going to do things right. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, that was one of mine as well. I really enjoyed the Matrix-style opening titles, like just the the way light comes together and forms the words and then they go green. Oh, it just... Oh, it so took nostalgic me, somehow. It took me right back there to the yeah. sort of lameness of the early noughties. I didn't watch very many films in the early noughties. I was still at boarding school, so I was still watching right. those three films we talked about oh, yeah. last time I was here over and over again. Yes. Um, and yet it somehow still was nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> Now I will group a few together um, <laughs> from the first car chase. Um, firstly, the, the the like main bank robber. I don't know. I don't know anybody's name in this thing, by the way, um, <laughs> apart from Jason Statham. Um, but the the main bank robber is a few things, especially his facial expression when Frank says, "See what I mean about the shocks," and he's been kind of like, yeah slammed all over the place and he gives him this little like yeah thanks thanks so much for warning me kind of face yeah but also after that just the generally amazing time he seems to be having he's just like whooping and yelling he's like a child on a roller coaster (laughs) he's having a wonderful time um and then finally from that uh kind of the robbers um the one guy who kind of does a little a little chunder out of the window and then kind of stays there as the yes. window is getting rolled yeah, up and, and his almost face gets, gets squished. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, the seaside street that he pulls up into just looks amazing. I mean, Nice in general just is incredible. I've been there once when I covered Cannes and um, it's a gorgeous place that is just about attractive enough to make you forget how rich everybody there is. Yeah. Which is good. The fact that almost every inch of coast is taken up by yachts is yes. <laughs> um, easier to take when the architecture and just the 
climate yeah. and everything else about it is so gorgeous. Um, yeah, yeah, I really like it. Was, that. It was really nice visuals. And that's yeah. definitely something I remember from the first time I watched it. The shot where he first pulls up onto that street out of this grim underground yeah. car park. And you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Ooh. So glamorous. Very nice. Um, <laughs> quite a lot of minor about this, like at the very beginning. Um, the... The French bin men. Oh, yeah. (laughs) When they almost get crushed to death and are so unbothered and French about it. Mm. A was the only part of this film that really made me go, oh, yeah, they're in France. Um, (laughs) But also, I love the way they just kind of lean down and say something kind of unintelligible and and mumbly in (laughs) French, like, you know. Yeah. "Eh." (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that seems right. Um, some really good shots in the car chase, some good near misses, some tricky maneuvers, and a couple of really good. There's like there's like one really good crash where a car just properly eats it, and it's just mm. yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I've written again. Sorry, that niece looks amazing. I have that as two separate just notes niece. from different parts. Niece of the is in movie. here so many times. <laughs> um, the right at the end of that chase, um, the like really lame comedy moment of the policeman who like shoots after them and then is really annoyed he hasn't caught them goes to throw his gun down has a second thought about that (laughs) takes off his hat and throws his hat instead amazing it's just such like a silly moment i love it that extra got his money's worth okay the dialogue between um the cop and uh statham where he's just like uh Ever since I was a little boy, I had an admiration for military men, which is, again, very sexual. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's it's, it's adding up, and he's like... um, Ever since I'm a little boy, military people have always intrigued me. I'm ex-military. I'm an ex-little boy. And it's just, it's a clever little line, but also, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was the first moment that really made me go, so are they fucking? (laughs) Are you guys fucking? In case you had noticed, I'm old enough to have sex with people. I mean, there is implied that he's not enjoying sex with the um, with the lady of the film after that weird line. Just, you, you, oh you never. God. What was what was the actual line? Of? You're always complaining, except when we make love, then you say nothing. And also. Yeah, one of one of my things. I'm skipping forward a bit, but oh, one of my sorry. things is the look on Jason Statham's face after, <laughs> yeah. after she says that because it's just a very slight like I don't know whether to be offended. Yeah, right exactly. Now. Like what? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, in general, I've got to know just young Statham's face. Like I'm so used to his like more recent stuff that going back and watching him 20 years ago. Just his yeah. youthful face is so charming and nice. It was very nice to oh, see. Tell me about it. <laughs> this is where I really have to get. You know, I every time I watch a Jason Statham film, I just have to sit there and and I I don't feel this way about any other man on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> just Statham. <laughs> um, Statham using his bound captive as a weapon. Delightful <laughs> moment. Just uh, overhead yep. throwing a woman at two cops. <laughs> <laughs> amazing beginning again the meat cute continues um oh what did i mean by cool one shot for explosion i don't know i do yes um he comes out of this cafe he decides he, he goes towards his car decides he wants an orangina goes back to the vending machine buys yes. the orangina walks we track with him and then his car explodes presumably all the same shot 
Yes. And that's pretty impressive. And then obviously we cut to like a reaction shot of him. But also he gets pulled backwards. There must have been some special effects in there, but it looks very seamless. Yeah. Yeah. It did look good. I mm-hmm. and I particularly enjoyed his reaction to that was looking down at his suit and being like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my clothes. And then being like, oh, my car. My driving gloves my are still in there. Oh. Oh. Damn it. Yeah. And then he runs um, back to the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bad, the bad guy's mm. uh, facial expressions. When he watches Jason Statham get in the car and drive away mm. after he's given him this second job yeah. uh, slash bomb, mm. uh, they were just really delightful. And I was trying to find a way to kind of like summarize <laughs> the journey yeah. that he went on. And all I could come up with is he just, to my mind, really looked like someone, someone seeing like weird porn for the first time <laughs> confusion intrigue <laughs> delight arousal and then like really like yeah it's quite the journey it really went through that journey and it was just a long <laughs> shot on his face and i really enjoyed that they were like yeah sure do that face acting <laughs> that's incredible um yeah the axe fight is really good and there's a mo- the end of the fight there involves a kick which the way it's framed implies that they used a stunt double because Statham ends the kick with his face away from the screen, but I don't believe that he did. So yeah, it's really, it's it's interesting that they filmed it that way, but still hell of a kick, really yeah. good kick to end the fight with just this big sort of flying kick that he does. It just made me laugh so much. I don't know if it was supposed to, but <laughs> um, <laughs> when he finds her in the back of the car that he steals Mm. to escape from the house after he's beat everyone up. Yeah. He drags her out onto the road, still taped to this office chair, (laughs) and he says to her, I know you want to pee. All you want to do is pee. And it's like, it was a 250 kilometre drive, dude. She had to pee once. Don't make this a thing. Don't like make this define her. (laughs) Hold this against her forever. It's just such a weird thing for him to say that I laugh really hard every time. (laughs) It's literally all he knows about her. So he's going to like flirtily rib with her. He's got one thing. Why don't you put tape over your mouth? You love doing that. (laughs) (laughs) He's got nothing. Okay, the soundtrack to this movie is quite nostalgic. My God, some of the tracks in here. Um, And one really got me, and I can't remember it readily off the top of my head, but I made note of it, Nate Dogg, I Got Love. So I presume if I play that, just all of the noughties is going to come pouring back into my life. I'll sample it here. A lot of the music is really like if you weren't watching this film, if you just closed your eyes, I feel like you would hear it and go, "Mm, 2002. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Like you're tasting a wine. Yes. Mm. Mm, Definitely 2002. That's a vintage. I smell marijuana and baggy pants. (laughs) (laughs) Which inexplicably for girls had all of these like bits hanging off them that did absolutely Uh. nothing. (laughs) Love it. Love superfluous bits. Um... I really liked um, her being like, he had a kind face and Jason Statham just shooting her the, a look of utter disbelief. Like, <laughs> nobody is ever going to believe that. <laughs> Have you seen me? <laughs> He's Great. got a, a tender soul behind those eyes. 
Um, speaking of which, actual picture of young Stephen with his dog. It's very good. Aww, you gotta love that. It was lovely, wasn't it? Uh, you could tell yeah. it was him and it's great. <laughs> I love it when they do that in films. Yeah. When I'm like, can you just bring in some yeah. kid pictures? But then what I really hate is when they've had to photoshop two actors together yeah. in an old photo <laughs> and Never it looks always good. looks terrible always there terrible. are people out there who were very good at photoshop yeah. why do they always look so no bad? idea or like yeah sometimes it can just look horrendous when they de-age someone to put into one of these pictures yeah. it's just oh, oh god just real bad like they've just put it through like a snapchat filter yeah. and then just find someone yeah. who looks kind of like him and stage a new picture mm-hmm yeah <laughs> I've got two documents here because I'm weird. I don't know why I did this. I think in my head, one of them was a plot rundown and one of them was quick fire things, but they're both both. Um, I quite enjoyed her asking, is this your house? As Jason Statham is literally ripping pieces out of a fuse box to get the lights to turn. Amazing. No, I got lucky. Okay, Statham and the cop were not the only sources of homoerotic energy in this. There's a moment before the evil American guy has to kill a henchman who's in the hospital bed. And it's very obvious that what they're doing is having him be like really nice to the guy so that they can contrast it with him abruptly killing him. But there's some weird energy in that oh, scene where he's stroking boy. his face or like touching his lips. with a napkin, which he will then kill him with, which I have yeah. questions about. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it, it, also, yeah, method of execution. He gets a handkerchief and shoves it into his mouth. And then holds it there with like two fingers down his man's throat like (laughs) was this easier than just like choking him or like you know injecting some air into his IV like (laughs) why this why Uh, but yes no I agree that was also a scene where I went oh maybe this guy knows this guy oh Oh. biblically (laughs) I really enjoyed when they turn up at an evil American guy's office and he opens the door and she just says, surprise, and then open-handed slaps him across the face. <laughs> that was just a really great yeah, moment. That's very good. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Yeah, okay, so when they report to the police that the house has been destroyed and they claim it was a fire, and he said, what about all the hundreds of rounds of spent ammunition around your house? And he's like, maybe they got the wrong house. And then he says something back, but he says, who would want you as dead? I don't know. Which is quite a good line. I quite enjoy that. I get there's people who want you dead, but who would want Come you on. this dead? <laughs> this is excessively dead. Yeah. Such um, a script line. I really enjoyed um, Evil American Man calling him Mr. Transporter. Even though he proves less than two seconds later, he knows that his name is Frank. Yeah. Because he then calls him Frank. But the fact that he was just like, Mr. Transporter. That's yeah, right. Yeah, like he's that's never heard of such you. a thing. <laughs> Someone who transports for a living, ridiculous. Imagine. <laughs> I think he does that with everyone. Thanks, Mr. Milkman. <laughs> Delivered your milk. Who who is it who says? Is it when she? It, oh God! Is it when she, has she been transported in the trunk again? Somebody says to him, if, "If this is how you transport people, I'm amazed you get any work at all." It's the detective. It's the detective. <laughs> that's right. After he gets out, that was a cute yeah. line. I enjoyed yeah. that. Like the idea that that's what he gets paid to do, and that people pay for this experience to be transported yeah. in his trunk. It's very cute. And again, um, another cute moment between the two of them. 
Yes, and I, I enjoyed that little scene because I had a couple of things written down from that scene, mm. one of which was the French detective genuinely being like, maybe I should come with you, even though he clearly has none of the skills <laughs> or like moral grayness to come yeah. and blow guys up. He's like, yeah. I should really come with you. Yeah. You've and got then to protect him. I really like that he tries to give Jason Statham his gun. He's like, you'll need this. And then Jason Statham just like takes a lid off a cooler and it's full of like submachine gun parts. And he's like, oh. And his boat was just like moored there. (laughs) Yeah, right? He just left those there in a cooler. (laughs) Luckily, no teenagers are going to show any interest in a cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. Um, I love the music during the container fight because suddenly the guy doing the music decided that the transporter needed a theme. And the theme is dun 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 dun. (laughs) that's the first time you hear it and it plays throughout the entire sequence oh it's great (laughs) um yes and during those scenes i really liked the use of shipping container doors oh to yeah break up one of the fights and it yep. felt like not necessarily a believable way mm. to explain why in a 1v4 fight the four men didn't all just dogpile on him but yeah. at least a clever and interesting way yes it's doing to, a bit of the to jackie not chan. have them just wait in the background awkwardly yeah. yeah and it's doing a bit of the jackie chan use what's in your environment style yeah. kind of make the really fight nice. more interesting which like is good that. yeah okay shortly after he's shirtless and he's squaring off against he's the guy. He's used that shirt yeah. to tie two people up <laughs> mid-fight. We've got, well, there's got to be a reason. <laughs> and I really enjoyed, actually, I didn't mention this. I should have. Um, when he's taking his little boat yeah. to that, he changes his shirt. And I, I, as I was watching, I was thinking, oh, he's changing his shirt to into one that's easier to rip off mid-fight. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. Like he's already planning it. He's planned it out for all of us. But when he's squaring off, having now being topless, his upper back and shoulders are just really, really good. Like he's obviously got a good all-round physicality, but it's it's some as an interesting idea that maybe he was doing this particular kind of exercise and didn't realize it was shoulder heavy. And he just keeps looking at his body in the mirror and it's like, still no results. I've got to do more. He doesn't realize his back is like getting so fucking ripped. Yeah, I've. (laughs) I backs to me very attractive area of the body mm. especially oh, yeah. on a muscled lady oh yeah and on a Jason Statham <laughs> on so Statham. when we get like kind of over the shoulder shots I'm always like oh, oh I'm feeling a bit flushed <laughs> yeah. um, it's incredible I have quite a lot to say about the oil <laughs> fight so maybe I'll Please just do. do it all at once yep let's get out to have it um <laughs> Uh, so I really like the Zen music that starts to play as he faces off for proper fisticuffs with that yes. mountain of a man comes yeah. in. And then Jason Statham just punches him right in the taint three times in a row. Yeah. Um, and I really liked that, guys. After that, there was like a genuine like hesitation and there's a nice bit where Jason Statham steps forward and he steps back kind of instinctively and it was a nice yeah. kind of, you know, he didn't just get back up and charge at this man yeah. who he's now realised 
is going to punch him in the taint a lot. Yeah. Um, and then the fact that someone just knocks over a barrel of crude oil yes. onto shirtless Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, he, he knew what to do. He's the real hero here. <laughs> so that he's too slippery to capture. And then the whole fight becomes this farcical slip yeah. and slide. And it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. And Jason Statham ejects himself backwards on, yeah. on, on the ass from this fight. <laughs> Breaks a bike that's for some reason there. <laughs> uses the pedals as like yep. oil walking shoes. <laughs> Somehow works, yeah. And then when some people turn up with guns, he literally dives onto his tummy like an oily penguin. Yeah, just zoom away. Oh, I think the penguins and are that quite oily. Whole scene. <laughs> just every time I watch yeah. it, I think. Okay, I'm just going to skip back to the beginning one more time. Yeah, it's super. And just watch it again. <laughs> it's a hell of an action beat. And it's exactly <laughs> what you need. You've got to have in your like first action movie ever one scene that everyone's like, oh, shit, and sticks in everybody's head. Oh, yeah. You know, it's got to be the moment. It's, it's you know, sliced alone with his machine gun in Rambo. Yeah. You know, it's um, uh, the whole police station shootout with um, Arnie in The Terminator. You've got to have that yeah, moment yeah. where everyone's like, oh, that's so cool. I want to see that again. And yeah, it's the oil fight, I think, here. Yeah, 100%. Um, shortly afterwards, he has another interesting moment in which he sucks the air. He's underwater and he sucks the air out of a dead guy's mouth whilst yeah. the music makes it a way more tender interaction than anyone expected it to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just. Just sucking yep. that air out. <laughs> I, I feel like I can guarantee... That if I'd been in that situation, it would never have even crossed my mind <laughs> to use the dead as guy. an option to be like, oh, this is a source of air. <laughs> He'll have some stuck in there. <laughs> a dead man. Oh, God. Sometimes, like, there are bits in movies where, for, ever since I was a kid, I've often thought to myself in movies, oh, God, am I going to be able to handle that when it happens to me? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's that at some thing point, of it'll happen to me. Quicksand was not as big a problem in my life as I thought it was going to yeah. be based on my childhood <laughs> film and TV experience. I have strategies for quicksand that are never going to come in handy. I've got strategies for quicksand. I've got strategies for falling through ice. I know how to I know <laughs> yep. how to deal with that, yep. which is a big one for me because I'm really mm. not a strong swimmer. No, nor am I. Um, and I'm scared of water. Yeah. So how to not drown under the ice is like a big one for me. Yeah, fair enough. When you're doing all of that ice skating on a frozen lake. Yeah, exactly. For when I see a frozen lake and for some <laughs> ungodly reason think, I want to walk on that. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I, there's a, a, a saw trap that involves... There's, actually, there's quite a few movies that involve people giving themselves like tracheotomies or some sort of cavity thing to let air out if yeah. they've got air filling up their like chest cavity. And that's usually the point where I think, no, I would die there. Yeah, that is I'm precisely that. when yeah. I would die. Not yeah. least because I, I always look at these things and think, I I just don't think I could get the angle to jam that thing between yeah. my fourth and fifth rib to reinflate my <laughs> lung. Like, plus I would immediately pass out. Yeah. <laughs> like, how hard do you have to hit yourself with a ballpoint to get it through your, like, yeah. skin? It's like, it's not happening. I'll, I'll just and then die you get there. a horrible infection and you die anyway. So yeah. what's the point? Fuck it, I'll... I'll... <laughs> I'll go out with an intact ribcage. <laughs> um, I then skip forward a bit because the yeah. for me the shipping container chase yeah is probably my least favorite part of the film. 
Okay, yeah. It feels like it goes on a bit long, and there's it only does. so interesting you can get with a giant truck with a shipping container on it. Yeah. You can't do very much fancy driving. Agreed. You know, you, you're just going to have people shooting at you yeah. and cars kind of blowing up behind you. Some good swerves um, from the yeah, big truck. Yeah, some good swerves, yeah. But yeah, it's a bit stilted. So I don't have I don't have too much from that, yeah. but... um. Uh, I did. You know what? I was really confused. Um, when he's being uh confronted by her dad, mm. and he picks up a rock, and he's holding it behind his head, and I always think, oh, he's gonna bash him in the head with it. Yes. But then when the gun goes off, he brings it down in front of him very quickly, like he was intending to use that tiny rock like a shield. <laughs> Was that going to work? Luckily, there was a plan B already in effect. But yes, it seems to be what his plan was. Because yes, I assumed he was going to chuck it at him and then charge him. But maybe, I don't know, it just, you know, the gunshot took him by surprise. Yeah, maybe. Very odd. Um, um, I had a couple of moments from that uh, that chase. Uh, one of them is bef- pre-chase because he meets a guy with the guy with the plane and says, uh, "Good morning, Mark. <laughs> Look at the door, little sightseeing. This plane is not for tourists. <laughs> I'm not a tourist. And he pulls out the pulls gun. gun. Yeah, but it's just it's a charming badass. guy. He just looks so yeah. cool. Um, yeah, then... I would still be pleased if that's how yeah. he kind of interacted <laughs> entered your with life. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the other one is just the prolonged death of the guy on the door. There's a guy hanging <laughs> on a door. The door comes off. He lands on the ground and goes skidding around the place. Nearly mm-hmm. gets run over by several vehicles and then goes skidding off the road and into like a ditch. And his last scene like just bouncing a off giant the camera. Ravine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I no. enjoyed that. I did enjoy her mixed feelings after she killed her dad. Mm. I liked oh, yeah. he was a bastard, but he was still my father. Because I think, you know, quite often these things get simplified and you see this heroine or hero, whoever be like, yeah, uh, they did a bad thing and then that's it. Yeah. I never considered them family again. But, yeah. you know, family is complicated. Yeah, that's good And that's not always how it worked out. So I enjoyed that she did do it and she knew yeah. that she it was the right thing to do, but she was still upset about it. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, I like it too. And I, there was actually a somewhat sweet moment just before that where he's got to stay from at gunpoint. You know, and um, he's saying something like, you know nothing about my daughter, which is correct. And the guy just says, um, What do you know? I know she'll never stop being who she is. She'll never be you or anything like you. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. It's kind of sweet that he already feels that, you know, she's got this good spirit that's not going to end up turning her into a bad guy, like her villainous dad. A bad people trafficker. A bad, yeah, it is. To be fair, hard to imagine her as a people trafficker yeah. at this early stage in her life. Or at least an effective one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> she's going to need. Rubbish one. She's going to need the help of the stave man. Um, <laughs> and then after he's dead, there's some music that plays, which is like this acoustic guitar with a lot of echo on it. And it puts me in mind of like the soundtrack to Age of Empires in terms of just like a very yes! naughty sound that really yeah. takes me back. And yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, and my my final one is the song that plays over the closing credits. Me too. And I sit there for the whole thing and think, did they write this song for <laughs> this movie? That was a total action movie because it's like an 80s style I action think, song. I feel like they might have. The lyrics <laughs> feel so relevant. But I looked it up 
and there was no information whatsoever oh my about God. it. So we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. You Great. Well, that was quick firing. Uh, the OG team have liked an awful lot of our comments in a lot of different places, but have not actually shared any good things, which is devastating. Guys, Get in touch. I know you must have good things you've because all this seen film this. has Jason Statham in it. Exactly. If you've not seen this, OG team, people listening, please do check out The Transporter. It is quintessential naughty's action because it represents that good transition away from the 90s kind of uh, John Woo uh, Michael Mann inflected kind of action movies into the kind of noughties post Matrix um, overcut kind of yeah. Michael Bay esque kind of action movies, but way less obnoxious. It than is the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Before CGI came and ruined everything, there's still a couple yeah. of moments in here where it's like, oh, mm, practical his effects. parachuting in particular yeah. looked atrocious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a practical effect or a stunt would have been better here, but nevertheless, <laughs> there's plenty happening on screen, and yeah, it's. It's just a great starting point. I still think if you mm-hmm. wanted to get someone into Jason Statham, I still think it's, so to speak, it would be a good starting point. <laughs> well. Well then. Um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. I mean, the good news is that you can guarantee you'll have at least one OG team comment on every Statham movie going forward because I'll be there <laughs> Amazing. writing you an essay. <laughs> I think it's just because I need to ask the team uh, earlier. I don't ch- Now that Goodman is taking some well-deserved time away from the podcast, I need to pick up his social media stuff. And I asked people about the transporter at about 2 a.m. last night. Yeah, I did see. I was yeah. awake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see it. I went, ah. huh. yeah, you know, weirdly... Earlier in the week, I said, I thought, I thought to myself, should I remind Salt to do that? Oh, no. And I was like, that feels a bit weird. Like, it's not my podcast. It feels a bit like I'm trying to muscle in and be like, do your job properly. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start doing it early in the week because I feel like, yeah, the more notice you get, I feel like. And then you can bump it a couple of times and get some people. So I, I think I probably just messed up and also, I'm a yeah, newbie. I, liked, I specifically like to go away and watch the movie if I haven't seen it because Ooh. I love this podcast. Yay. Oh, actually, Achievement Unlocked. <laughs> I've now listened to every episode <gasps> of One Good Thing. Whoa, that's amazing. I have now gone through the entire back catalog. Wow, that's insane. Um... <laughs> Which, bearing in mind, Aww. I only discovered it at around the time that Quest Fantastic started being a thing. Oh, wow. That's quite something. <laughs> it's quite a lot of episodes. Wow. I'm so appreciative. That's amazing. Although you have um, a new one to check out now because I forgot to pu- yes, I I apparently published it for excited. the w- next week. Oh, yeah, God. so I like to go away and watch the film. Yeah, if I can. But I've got I'm to a do busy, that. I'm a busy, busy person. You're so busy sometimes person. if it comes out too late, then yeah, then I yeah. cannot. And that's 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 no good. So yeah. we're gonna do. I'm gonna because do... you need my opinion on everything. I actually do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna do better, OG team, and you're gonna get a much more notice in the future. <laughs> but for now, watch the transport if you haven't. One better thing. The one better thing. Do you have such a thing? I mean, I'm. L- I. I don't really understand the question, and I won't answer it. <laughs> um. But I mean, I think there's a lot of classic action movies out oh, there. Yeah. Die Hard, Taken, <laughs> yeah. get you some good old, you know, 
action movies where nothing's really a surprise, but yeah. you're having a good time. Ah, oh, you gotta love it. That's what we kind of, well, actually, no, we didn't have that last week with Malibu Express because that movie was bonkers and we had no idea what was <laughs> happening next. But um, I mean, yeah, I, I would say Drive as well, if you've not seen yeah. it, is a really solid sort of, like, just incredibly moody and thoughtful and exciting kind of version of an action movie formula that is just incredibly involving, incredibly intelligently made and has Ryan Gosling in what is maybe still one of his best and most iconic roles. So yeah, I recommend Drive, but do check out The Transporter. It's great. The one better thing. Okay. Do you have anything to promote? I forget. Yes, of course. You want to? Yes, yes, I do. Always. <laughs> of course. Yes, tell us. Uh, tell us firstly, about your stuff. I'd like to promote Jason Statham's incredible back muscles. Yep. Um, but and I can for me personally, on those. they're big enough to like put adverts on them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Billboards. Um, for me personally, um, mm. you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Starling Girl. Mm. I stream art and games. I sell <laughs> art. I do fun art challenges. I have a nice art community. Uh. Art. Um, <laughs> if you want to hear more from me. I'm in the queer actual play podcast, Roll Plus Heart, uh, where we play a variety of indie tabletop games to explore queer stories in fun, ridiculous, and sometimes emotional ways. You can find (laughs) us everywhere at Roll Plus Heart. Amazing. Do you have anything to promote what we ask us? We just talked about um, Sortember, and (laughs) as you're in the podcast that shares two members of Quest Fantastic, what the fuck am I doing? You know. You know. Anything? Anything going on? Maybe. <laughs> There's a couple things. Speaking of a couple things, uh, OGT Pod is what you need if you've, you're somehow hearing this in completely outside of context and need to find where we are. Is um, yeah, OGT Pod. You'll get find us on um, Podbean, any good you know podcast catcher, um, and on Twitter at OGT Pod and Facebook and yeah, Patreon. We have a Patreon. And uh, hold on. Oh, thank God. Audacity just stopped moving for a solid oh, second God. there. Good stuff. Thanks, Audacity. You can find out more about Alternatives to Audacity on my Twitter while I'll be angrily commenting <laughs> for several days. Um, you know, Quest Fantastic is out there and is, yeah, our um, RPG podcast that we play uh, with uh, several members of uh, Role Plus Heart. Yeah. And is um, a lot of fun, so check that out. Uh, yeah. Screen Mayhem. Jen and the Film Critic. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Check yeah. it out. All wonderful things. All wonderful things. I'm Paul. Oh, I Oh, I probably should also have mentioned that Roll Plus Heart does now have a Patreon. <gasps> oh, yes. Um, also that. <laughs> exclusive content from £1 a month. Yes. Higher tiers that will get you exclusive merch, including stickers, prints of Sarah's amazing artwork, yep. or even t-shirts if you're absolutely rolling in cash. Oh, my God. Yes. Kaiju <laughs> Girls is on there and it is very, very good. I enjoyed it a yeah. lot. So go check it out. A lost episode. Yes. Lost and found, fortunately, because it's hilarious. A lot of a lot of things go wrong very, very quickly. So wrong. <laughs> I think that's when we really discovered what the tone of our podcast was going to be. <laughs> it's going to be a parent-squishing experience. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, God. I'm Paul Squishing. I'm... Struggling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and remember, the one good thing about the transporter are just those tremendous back muscles and the knowledge around the corner those beautiful blue eyes (laughs) 